This is a podcast from Rover. All right, welcome back. So the 2023 passion fruit crop, don't think I've spoken about passion fruit before, so I'm looking forward to this one. Um, it has survived the devastation of Cyclone Gabriel, a rare bit of good news following that weather event. And uh, passion fruit is arriving in stores uh, with the country's small team of commercial growers based in subtropical areas such as Northland Bay of Plenty and Taranaki. They're pleased to deliver uh, the tasty seasonal delights to consumers. Uh, let's now go to Debbie Baxter, who is president of the New Zealand Passion Fruit Growers Association. G'day, Debbie. How are you? Hi, Dominic. I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Interested to talk about passion fruit. So, um, Cyclone Gabriel, um, thankfully, uh, most of the growers, by and large, uh, got away with uh, very minimal, if any, damage at all. Yes, yes. Um, very lucky. Um, growers in, in Northland and Gisborne, but they both their crops were fine um, and untouched here. Yeah. Yeah, that's really good because, yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. We've seen the devastation for a lot of our food producers in those affected parts, and uh, it's yeah. not pretty. It has been a challenging mm-hmm. season, though, Debbie, as I understand it, for um, passion fruit growing. It certainly has. Um, a large portion of our growers are in Bay of Plenty, well, kind of in the east, really, Bay of Plenty, north in Gisborne, um, and we haven't really seen summer. Yeah. Being a tropical fruit, um, they really need the sunshine hours. Um, and so just the fruit's been really slow ripening. Conversely, we've got growers in Taraki, and they've had a great summer. So uh, it just, just shows the fruit really likes the sun. Um, and they, the crops come on early this year because they've, they've you know, had such a great summer. For the lo- large portion of the growers, um, it's quite an unusual season. Yeah, it's an interesting one. As I understand it, I have a wee bit of a Google, it's um, not the easiest fruit to grow. No, not really. I mean, you'll hear people that, that have um, vines in their backyard and they'll go, oh, they're just, you know, going gangbusters. Mm. Um, and if they're in the right position and, and like all their conditions, they'll grow like a triffid. The trick is keeping them that way. Yeah, right. Because they, yeah, it, um, keeping them healthy and keeping them producing um is quite time-consuming and requires a lot of effort. What sort of effort? What are we talking about? What sort of maintenance and stuff is is needed to ensure that uh, you know everything is uh, up to scratch? Um, they they're thirsty. If they don't get the right amount of water, they um, don't, don't don't do very well, and they're very nutrient hungry. So um, you know, just keeping up with all the nutrients that they're needing um, at the right times. To keep them green and flourishing and, and producing fruit, they, then once they are fruiting, that's quite tricky as well. That's it, quite time-consuming. Once they once you've got them fruiting, you need to pick them every day because the fruit doesn't like to sit. And then once once they've picked, um, you've got to grade and um, and pack them as well. So, you know. It's, <laughs> Sounds like the process. Um, now, uh, uh, the challenges uh, then of uh, getting uh, the fruit to shoppers, um, you've sort of alluded to it, but uh, I imagine that's uh, rather a delicate process. It is. Like, like I said, you, you do need to pick the fruit every day. Um, it doesn't like to sit on the ground. The quality um, doesn't, doesn't do very good. Um, once you've picked, you need to pack and grade. It's not like the bigger fruits avocados and um, 
the like where there's, you know, you can just send it to the pack house. Mm. You know, the individual growers need to pack and, and grade um, their own fruit um, and then get it to um, what their transport depot to, to send it to market. Um, so it's it's very much a, a grower-led enterprise that, you know, they've just got to do all the work themselves. So is it difficult to attract people to the industry or keep them in the industry? It can be. It can be because it's such a time-consuming crop. You can't just, you know, sit and forget. And that the picking season's quite long, um, usually January through to May, um, although some growers carry on right through to October. You do need quite a large time investment. Mm. And um, once people are in, in the industry um, and managing to, to um, keep, up, keep up with it all, um, it can be quite rewarding. But, it, you know, so they enjoy it once they get in it, but it's just to, to be able to have that time to spend initially. You're right, attracting people in can be the, um, the trick. Yeah, for sure. Um, pretty good nutritionally, the passion fruit. I don't know too much about its nutritional benefits. Oh, they are fabulous. I mean, apart from the fantastic taste. Um, and I have to say, um, if you go onto the um, Five Plus A Day website, mm-hmm. they have got some fantastic recipe ideas. But the, nutritionally, they are fantastic. They, they're packed full of vitamins A and C and iron and B6. 40% fibre, so great um, for your daily fibre intake, um, and high in potassium, magnesium, and calcium. Oh, wow. So, yeah, they, they really they really do pack a punch. And, and also, they're quite low GI, so good for um, a diabetic option. Oh, they so sound good, you, yeah. You, you, really, you really can't lose on it. No, you've sold that well there. No, that's good, yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a fabulous fruit. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I was just having a wee look at the history as well. So um, they're basically native to South America and then introduced apparently some seeds in the late 1800s, early 1900s were sent to Australia, Hawaii and New Zealand and uh, some other subtropical areas as well. So um, I guess when you look at it, the... Uh, the industry itself in New Zealand um, isn't, you know, it's only about 100 years old. Yes, yeah. Um, and, and I think the, um, the, the numbers, number of growers has fluctuated. Um, you know, we'll sort of get more growers and it'll die away and pick up again. But the industry still just kept on going. And I, I think um, that's testament to how people really enjoy passion fruit. Well, listeners, go and get some. They'll be in stores at the moment. Debbie Baxter from uh, the uh, Passion Fruit Growers Association. Uh, Thank you so much for your time and uh, giving us a bit of insight into uh, this particular industry. Very interesting. No problem. Well, the Cyclone Gabriel relief effort continues to see the red meat processing sectors working hard to support cyclone-affected farmers by ensuring plants return to operation as soon as possible and providing assistance to rural communities. A lot of good work going on with the meat industry, the dairy industry as well in regards to that. We recommend NetSpeed, fast, reliable internet, home phone and mobile phone packages from a team right here in New Zealand. That is our show. Mark and Leah are up next.